Welcome to the Women Finding God podcast, where I hope to inspire you to grow fearless faith so that you can trust God when things just don't make any sense. I believe that the key to walking in fearless faith is a closer relationship with God, but it's hard to trust someone you don't know. When you truly get to know God by digging deep into scripture and by talking and listening to God in prayer, you can overcome anxiety, heal from past hurts, and live life fearlessly and confident, knowing that He is fighting for you. It's not always easy or pretty, but when you do the work, it's 100% worth it. I'm your host, Latoya Edwards, Christian life coach and a former scaredy cat. On this show, we will discuss how to be bold and courageous during the hardest times of your life. Through this podcast, I share encouragement, biblical truth, practical tips, and real talk to help you learn how to grow closer to God during the best and worst times of your life. I'm so glad you're here with me. We've made it, y'all. It is episode eight of season one, the very last episode of the first season of the Women Finding God podcast. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. And I want to wrap up this season with something that is so important. I want to talk about how to become a woman finding God in hard times. I'm going to start with the story. A few years ago, we were homeless. And it was a very stressful time for me as a single mom with young boys and nowhere to go. And it wasn't that I couldn't afford my rent. My landlord just decided that he wanted to move back into his house. And it was such short notice that I didn't have a lot of time to save, to move, and find a place. So I spent the week packing up our house, having no clue where we were going to end up. I asked around family and friends to see if we could crash with them for a little while, but everyone had said no. And I still hadn't found a place on the day that we had to be out. Thankfully, my neighbor saw how stressed that I was, and she actually offered us her home. Um, to stay in for a few days while I sorted things out. She took her kids and they went and stayed with her mom um, and she gave me her place to just like regroup. In the end, we were able to stay with family for a few months and God provided the money and a place for us to stay right before Christmas. He proved so faithful during that time. Now, fast forward a few years and I found myself facing another financial crisis. Now, you would think that after I just witnessed the miracle that God did of providing us a place to stay and then another place to stay and then finally a home to stay in for a while, that I wouldn't be stressed out or worried about it. That I would remember how God had provided before and find peace in knowing that he would do the same. Yeah, not exactly. I immediately hit the panic button and gave into fear. <laughs> Often, the struggle to find God in the middle of our painful situation starts when we forget all the things that he's already done for us, right? We get what I call spiritual amnesia. Now, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is when Peter walks on the water. This passage has taught me so much about faith and how to find God in the middle of the storm. But today I want to start with a different passage. So in Matthew 14, and I'm not going to read the whole thing today, but please go read it for yourself. It's amazing. But in Matthew 14, the disciples witness Jesus perform a miracle. He feeds a large group of people that have come to hear and teach with only five loaves of bread and two fish. And there was so much food that everybody was full and there were leftovers. But we get just a few verses down the page and the disciples seem to have a case of spiritual amnesia. They find themselves in the middle of a storm yet again, and they're afraid yet again. So afraid that they mistake their Lord for a ghost. It seems like even those closest to Jesus were not immune to human error. I mean, these men literally walked with Jesus every single day, and they still struggle to truly see him. So eventually we get to the point in this passage where we see Peter walking on water. And I don't know about you, 
But usually when I read this passage, I kind of get focused on the end, right? The big finale where Peter walks on water. I mean, it's amazing. Like, can you walk on water? Because I have tried and every single time I get wet. But if you're like me, there may be a key part of this scriptural and this account that you're missing. It's something that's actually easy to do with familiar passages. We read it so often or we hear it so often that we think that we've kind of gotten all there is to get out of that verse. And so we miss things. I don't want us to do that today. Let's go back a little bit before Peter steps out of the boat, before the disciples actually get in the boat and face that storm. They're cleaning up after Jesus has fed the crowd and something really important happens. And if you read too fast, you might gloss over it. So it's Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. So Jesus sends the disciples in the boat. You guys go to the other side of the lake. He's going to go rest and recharge and he's going to meet up with them later. But did you catch that? Jesus tells them to get in the boat and go on the other side of the lake. Now, knowing that Jesus is fully God, I'm pretty sure that he would not have told them to get in the boat and go to the other side of the lake if they weren't going to actually get there. Now, a few hours later, the storm rolls in and the disciples are freaked out again. I mean, I would be too. I'm not a fan of boats or storms. They were probably worried for their safety. And then they see this thing coming at them across the water and they are losing it. Moment of truth here. There's zero need or reason for them to be afraid. Jesus has already told them that they were going to go to the other side. They've already seen him feed thousands of people, heal people, calm a storm. No matter how bad that storm got, no matter how scared that they thought that they should be, they had his word that they were going to be okay. What were they freaking out about? The same thing goes for you and me. When God tells us something, that doesn't change or become less true because we start facing storms in our life. God promises healing, the healing will come. If you've been wronged in some way and God promises justice and restoration and renewal, it's gonna happen. Don't be fooled by your circumstance. The key to finding God in the middle of your pain is remembering what he's already promised you. And how do you know what he's already promised you? By spending time in your word. The moments when we feel afraid or worried. Remember what Jesus says to the disciples. He says, don't be afraid. Take courage. I'm here. And he's saying that to us today. Don't be afraid. I am here. Now, if I had to choose a favorite disciple, it would absolutely be Peter. And I wish I could say that it's because of all the great things he did for the gospel, but I can't. The reason that I love Peter is because we tend to make the same mistake. Peter was like one of the favorite disciples, if Jesus had favorite disciples. He's there when Jesus unzipped his humanity on the mountaintop. He's chosen to be the leader of the disciples when Jesus goes back to heaven. He's also rebuked a few times in scripture for his rash decisions and foolish choices. And I also have made rash decisions and foolish choices. And this passage of scripture of Peter walking on the water, it's one of those times. Peter sees Jesus walking on the water and he decides, I'm gonna do that too. I think that he wasn't actually sure that it was Jesus walking on the water, right? Which is why he kind of calls out, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come out. And you know, Jesus says, all right, come on, Peter. Can you relate to that? I mean, if I was going to do something as crazy as walk on water, I would absolutely want to be a thousand and fifty percent sure that it's Jesus before I got out of the boat. So many times in my life, I thought I was hearing from God, that he was calling me to do something, to go somewhere, spend more time with him, love on that person. And in my heart, I wanted to follow him. 
But I also needed that reassurance that it was actually him that was speaking. And so just like Peter, I would ask for confirmation. Lord, if it's really you, can you make it billboard clear what you want me to do? And so he would. And then I would take the first step. And then something always happens. Just like Peter, I would get distracted by what was going around me. The bills that need to be paid. The mountains of laundry that need to be folded. The family that needed me. Or the crisis that was bringing life as I knew it to a sudden stop. And I would forget about keeping my eyes on God for just a moment. And I would say, any time that we take our eyes off of God, we are going to be overwhelmed. And when that happens, we need to be like Peter. And we need to call out, help, save me, Lord. Because here's the truth. You and I may lose our focus or stop believing for a second, but God never moves. He doesn't roll his eyes and go see about somebody else and leave us to drown in our sorrows. When Peter called out for help, the Bible tells us that Jesus instantly reached down and picked him up. It didn't matter that Peter had made a mistake. It didn't matter that he had taken his eyes off of his teacher. He was in need and Jesus was there. The same is true for you. No matter what you're going through, God is faithful to answer you and show you the way through. Second Timothy tells us in chapter two, verse 13, that even when we are unfaithful, he remains faithful because that's just who he is, right? God is faithful and he cannot be anything other than that. So as we wrap up this very first season of the Women Finding God podcast, I want to leave you with this little admonishment. If you want to be a woman finding God, it's simple. Look for him. And when you find him, because you don't have to look far because he's right there with you, keep your eyes on him because peace is what we want in hard times but peace is not what we think it is it's not the absence of struggle it's not magically waving a wand and all things are made right in our universe that's not peace peace is the assurance of knowing that god is with you in the middle of that hard time when peter called out for help god didn't quiet the storm he didn't tell the waves to calm down he didn't part the sea so peter could stand on dry land no the storm was still raging and Jesus simply reminded him that he was there with him. And that's what he says to each of us today. Thanks for joining me on the Women Finding God podcast. Does it feel like things are hopeless and there's no way out of your hard times? Then you'd be blessed by the Courageous Woman program. It's my complete system to help you walk through life storms with fearless and hope-filled faith by showing you how to trust God and how to fight through bold prayer. You can get all the details and sign up for the program at latoyaedwards.net slash courageous. And don't forget, Sometimes life sucks, but God is always with you. Be fearless.